Hey, how's it going, everybody? Gabriel Santiago here. So this is the Speaking of Harmony podcast, and this is episode 44. All right, before we go into today's subject, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell thing. This is all my social media stuff. Don't forget to hit the like button. It helps a lot with the video. And don't forget to subscribe to the mailing list. The information is here in the description of the video. All right, chords, chords again. This time I'm going to talk about a chord that people have been asking me to talk about a lot. And it's a chord that I use a lot. So hence, uh, me take some time to specifically address that chord and how I uh, play it. How do I, you know, move around and, and kind of try to create some different sounds and colors, right? Uh, you know, the famous shape that I use this one, right? Right? It's something that I called adjacent fifth, right? It's for me. It's more than a chord. For me, it's just a shape that I use, right? Um, what is adjacent fifth, right? Well, if you think about this particular shape, right? Um, you see there, there are two fifth interval of fifth, right? So I have this fifth here, and I have this fifth here, and they're together, right? So if you have um, two fifths like this, right? You have this pair of fifth and you have this pair of fifth, right? Going adjacent like this, see? That's the adjacent forms and shapes that I'm talking about. So you have a shape, a fifth here, and then you have another fifth here, so, right? So that's why I call adjacent fifth, because for me, it's more than a chord. I can use as a shape for me, and I can use it as a chord, I can apply, um, you know, harmonic context and inside a tonal kind of framework. Yes, and you see me doing a lot of that stuff. But it can also use in different settings. Use that fifth quality to be more in the kind of quintal harmony kind of territory in writing some other type of stuff. You know, um, and I'll show you how to do that. Right. So let's just do the sort of like the most common usage, at least that I do. For this chord in the context of chords and progressions and stuff like that right so some people like to see this chord as a they call drop two or an inversion of a chord right uh the way a, a minor ninth chord is voiced or a major seven or a minor whatever right so let's say if you have a as our root right and this shape here if i had to label this chord to you boom what chord is that well it's an a minor ninth to me Right? It has the 7th and the ninth, A minor ninth. Great. Um, and then some people like to uh, refer to the voicing of the chord and they call it drop 2 or whatever they call that. Uh, and you know, it's, it, all, it all works. Whatever works for you. Right? So I like to use this chord in a minor kind of situation like this. Right? For me, it's either the shape I use as a, uh, you know, like the top note of that voicing, of that shape, right? Let's say this note. The tip I would give you is that it can work as a fifth of a minor chord, like boom, right? Boom, that's it. Or it can also be a third of a major chord, right? That note, that top note of the voicing is, it could be a third of a major chord. For instance, if I keep the same shape here, it's the third of C, right? So, 
So I can play C major 7 with this particular voicing, right? Ah! Hard to do this shape here. Right? I can play like this. I can do a Same voicing in a darker color, right? Here. So if I take, let's say, um, E, for instance, right? As a, as a root for the bass. Um, I can do I can do that top note not the top the actually lower note um, I have been saying wrong the the lower note of the voicing as a third of a major chord so here we go right that's E major 7 and I can also have that same shape as that down the, the lower note being the fifth of a minor chord so then the E would be B right then you have E minor 9 right so that's a, a fast and efficient way to use this shape as a chord right in a context of a chord for instance um, and you can do that in this group of strings right and if you go down if you go down in the group you can do the same voicing if you go uh, and you can do it here too like even this group here and I can probably do it here too but we're not gonna do that right so here 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 see you got two different three different type of colors darker and like brighter right and the scale to brighter brighter to darker okay cool so I can use that in in these two types of chords so okay let's say we're playing um, you know um, I don't know whatever sequence we can think of right now um, C major right major F minor how can I voice this using that shape right okay we can use that remember the tip there you go that bottom note is the third of the chord so here I have my major chord so I can voice it like this and then in a minor chord that bottom note is the fifth of a minor chord so if I'm going to F minor this is my bottom right my bottom note so I have this voice right with the bass hard to do with the bass here right but you got the idea F right and then cool so I could let's say if I'm comping right and I want to use this call I can do player right
right? So this is one way to use it, right? It's a very straightforward, simple way to use this kind of chords as a major chord, as a minor chord, right? All right, now you can use it uh, as a shape, as I said, as a color, right? But you can use also as inversions of other chords, right? For instance, um, you know, remember when I had the major situation, let's say D major, right? So D major, D major seven, right? I wanna play that shape, there we go, right? Third, the bottom note is the third of the major chord, right? Great. But I can also use that as an inversion of the chord. For instance, if I have a D major over A, so I can put the bass on A. So I have a nice, nice touch to that, right? So I can use it as a, as a nice, like, arriving chord. Even though I'm not gonna play really this kind of chord, I will just kind of start coloring the harmony a little bit and get a very nice, you know, sort of very original sound. It just it sounds like itself, like it's not something you expect. So you can do. Uh, and keep things still kind of suspended instead of resolving because of the inversion, right? I can use that as an element of surprise kind of thing. For instance, let's say like resolving into a surprise kind of situation that I'm not expecting, right? For instance. Let's think of a progression that I can use that. Let's say the same thing that I was gonna resolve into um, D major, right? How about if I resolve in B major? Ah, nice cadence, huh? Receptive cadence. How about this? Like. That's what people uh, used to call the, you know, the, the backdoor cadence, right? When you have a, if you're in B major, it would be uh, four, flat seven, and then going to one, right? But I was in D major, don't forget, right? I was on two, five, one of D major. The B is the element of surprise, right? So. shape to really kind of reinforce that oddness you know that surprise right so that's the way you can use to reinforce those kind of uh, cadences and progressions to use that shape that way right another way you can use is to um, just parallelly use the shape at will as the color of the shape so I can use let's say an A pedal
so I can't use it this way. I can just kind of take the shape and just kind of move around at will over a pedal, right? So I'm just pedaling. And of course, there are um, implications to what kind of harmony I am getting as an end result here, right? A minor, D major over A, D minor over A, right? A major 7, right? All those are implications, but I am not really worried about um, using that shape and, and just looking for a particular chord. I'm just using a will to just get that color out, right? Because a shape is a color, right? And going to that same uh, thread, I can go into the more adjacent fifth kind of thinking behind it. So if you think about this as being two fifths that complement each other, I can take the same thinking and sort of expand the thinking. So can do a chord like this, for instance. Ooh. There is also an adjacent fifth chord, but that chord is not really. Um, I'm not coming from it from a from a, like a tonal perspective or a progression diatonic thing. I'm coming from a adjacent fifth kind of principle where I have a fifth, then another fifth. So that's already see. Two fifths together, and then I keep stacking adjacent fifth. So, and then, and then, so I have four. Look, I have three pairs of fifth here. I have, right? Got the idea? See how different a color gets? So this is not like a, a B flat or whatever minor or a D flat major thing. It's just I'm thinking of stacked fifth in adjacent manner. So I'm using. Right? Isn't that cool? Keep going, stacking adjacent fifth, right? So then you get in the total different territory. So I get this kind of color, right? So a super adjacent fifth chord. So I can do in the guitar and the piano is super clear to do it. Fifth, 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 fifth. So I had four pairs of fifth, see? that here or here here if I can continue like to fifth fifth but five pairs or whatever right so I get the idea here I can get this strange sound like the result of me not thinking diatonically about uh, you know chord formation, just thinking of the intervals of the fifth. So I'm getting adjacent fifth. So so that's a color to explore, right? Um, I'm gonna be linking here in the description and also in the card a video of a, a, a symphonic piece of mine. It's called River of Memory, where I explore this part of the adjacent fifth stuff. I have this piece for a symphony orchestra. 
so you can see that sound happening the strings and it's beautiful so and I'm, I'm really expanding that kind of idea of intervals and adjacent fifths so that's more like the orchestral kind of composition side but if you're interested about the sound and how you can use it check out the piece on the card and the description right so this is you know a few uh, applications of the chord there are more but you know i'm gonna be focusing on these uh, particular ones that you can use in the guitar and just coming from this different perspectives right so you can to review that you can use as a just a diatonic thing of a you know major chord or minor chord and you can use as a pedal you know helping with the you know uh, deceptive cadence when you go help to like reinforce that different outcome of the in, of the chord just having the voice or just parallel using a will as a color and also using as a stacked fifth in kind of adjacent manner like I did here you know the super open voicings right they can orchestrate and it's beautiful harder on the guitar but beautiful orchestrated and piano and stuff like that so I hope you liked it. I know you guys love this chord. I hope you love it as much as I do because I use it a lot. And there's other tricks I have in terms of harmony, particular things I use in voicing. I have this other voicing I use a lot, a one, two, five, seven shape that I'm going probably through some other episodes and stuff. But I hope you like this one. And before I go, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell the notification. This is all my social media stuff. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to the mailing list. And I see you the next video. Thank you very much.